yo, yo, what's popping with the people? Panther Nation, what's good? Dave, what's popping, bro? We back. We back yes, another we Monday. Are. Another Monday. Another Monday. We are here. We are. And before we get into all the news, the breaking news, um, how was your weekend, bro? How was your weekend? It was good, man. I played a lot of Final Fantasy VII. My daughter's birthday was yesterday. So that was the focus, not Shout Easter. Shout out to Devana, man. Shout out to Devana. Devana was out here in them 13-year-old streets That's crazy, yesterday. Bro. So, you know, it, it was it was good. I mean, I hope I hope you Bible Belt Southerners did not go to church. I know in some regions of the of the Carolinas it is allowed. You could have gone to church if you wanted to go. So I hope you guys stayed at home, got your online streaming service on if you wanted to do that. Most popular. I hope everybody had a really good Easter. Absolutely. Most people, we did ours online, so hopefully everybody went and uh, did their services online. I did read an article about a pastor in New York City uh, that continued services through all this stuff, and uh, he oh. and he just passed away. Yeah, um, that sucks. It's unfortunate. He had some underlying health issues, according to the article. But man, people, you got to be smart. Stay in the house if you're gonna go out. Make sure you. Wear your mask, your gloves, all that, and 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 just and keep your distance. It's crazy out here in these streets. Uh, but then, so, oh, go ahead. Here, I'll tell you a story about that. So I went. I had Friday off. I took Friday off because like my daughter's birthday weekend, Final Fantasy Seven coming out. I'm gonna try mm-hmm. to chill on Friday. I'll work a couple of hours just to get some get some things done, but only I only work like two hours. But either way, I went to the store to go look for some, some for some wipes, disinfectant wipes. So I, so I went to a local grocery store thinking I might have a shot. There wasn't any there. They did have toilet paper, but they didn't have that. But to get in the store, there was a limit yeah. of how many folks could go in the store. There was a line, and there was a six-foot distance per person. Yeah. That's wild. I'm, he- I'm hearing there's a new law that passed uh, or that, that in place uh, for, you know, big commercial buildings that they're only letting in five people per thousand square feet of the building. <laughs> yeah so uh, it's it's real out here man they really try yeah, to... I, I saw a title of an article because you know i'm a big concert goer they're saying that concerts might be done till 2021 it might be a rap b <laughs> then, then that goes look man, man might be for football season too while you play them yeah it's not it's yeah. not it's not real luckily i have the the best viewing space in the world to watch football games so i'm not a fan of going to football games well i am a fan of going but I'm much rather You've got better options versus me where yeah. my option is heading to the bar, you know, I'd much rather uh, stay at the house. Um, now the thing about ticket, it depends on the, it depends on the venue and it depends on the show. Cause it's not up to Ticketmaster. It all depends who's running the show. Um, but there are some, there are some festivals out there that are not trying to get that money back. They're talking about, we're just going to move it to 2021. You can actually fight that though. If you want to take the time to do it and, a lot of folks have time right now, so. But yeah. yeah. So, in anything you binge watching right now? What's what's your binge watch? What's your what's your? I started uh, Ozark. Chill. I started Ozark, but I stopped. But I but I stopped, and it wasn't because it was trash. I, it wasn't because it was trash. Okay. It was because I, I I'm on my I'm on my RPG stees right now. Like oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like I am like I was I was before Final Fantasy came out. I was working on Persona Five Royal. So, like, I took a pit stop of Persona 5 to run through Final Fantasy 7, and I'm hoping by the end of the week I'll be done. But I'm not playing at the same rate I did over the weekend. Over the weekend, I was probably playing 
12 hours a day. So I can't do that when I got to work eight hours. Yeah. I just, I finished up. Oh, by the way, I'm going to tell y'all right now. I watched the first three episodes of Ozark and I'm going to need y'all to kill the better than breaking bad talk. Y'all no, need to no, 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 no. I didn't say it was bad. I know you didn't say that. I said, I've been, I've been in the, I've been no, in the no. Twitter world and there's been a lot of folks talking about Ozark better than breaking bad. I'm what, like, nah. what I said was it's in the same lane as no, no, I, bad. you said, yeah. I'm not going to at all. all right, I know. Just making sure. I know what you said. We're trying to throw shots at me, Dave. But no, no, absolutely not. And Cuphead's not impossible. I'll run through it anytime. Y'all call me, you let me know, I'll show you how to do it. Cuphead ain't impossible. It's like a a Mickey Mouse cartoon from the 30s on steroids. It's dope. It's a dope game. I don't You might can go grab it if you got a switch. Did I watch the beat? Of course we watched yeah, the beat. Yeah, we, we definitely live streamed. We, we were on a Zoom together uh, with a couple other people uh, that watched the beat battle. It was, it was dope. It was dope. RZA, RZA, RZA definitely controlled that joint. Premier Yo, should, should have won that, but RZA controlled RZA, it. Let me tell you something. RZA came out gloves off from the gate. He was like, I ain't got time to be playing with you, Primo. We yeah. just go ahead and drop this with the swords here. Yeah. <laughs> RZA, RZA won for sure. RZA absolutely he won. He should not have won that. But ultimately, hip-hop won because that was it was a that was a great watch. Yeah. And the stories that we're talking back and forth, that was a good watch. Yeah. Rizzo yeah. played Triumph later because they oh, went. He, he played it. He played. He played Triumph. It was the last song. He, one. It was the last song he had planned on playing. He but um, Prem wanted to go to another couple rounds. But yeah, uh, but it yeah. went like twenty eight. It was. It was. It was pretty good. It was. I. I just. You could just tell that Primo was like, yeah, I'm just gonna be playing these joints. I play my. I play my favorites, my heavy hitters. Yeah, because he didn't even play shit once. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but uh, all right. So uh, just another for as far as what I'm watching right now, I'm watching uh, Money Heist. I'm on, I just finished season two. I'm I just about to watch season three, episode one. Money Heist is dope. Shout out to Jared for the recommendation. But I'm on Money Heist and it is dope. If you can deal with the with the because uh, it's translated, so it's translated from Spanish to English. So if you can deal with the mouse being off in the Japanese anime type, if you can deal with that, you're you're good. But it's it's really good. It's really good. Really good. Uh, but anyway, um, did you did you watch the horse competition? No, I did not watch the horse. I'm good on the horse competition. I'm straight. I'm I heard that Chauncey Billups took somebody out, man. <laughs> took the NBA player out. <laughs> I'm good on I'm good I'm good on horse B. Uh but uh but yeah, man, that's all we got. This just wanted to, and Dave, I would like to commend you on your commemorative uh limited edition uh Cam Newton jersey that you have on right now. The commemorative You mean the nine ninety there's a reason why I put this jersey on the today. commemorative edition Cam Newton jersey that you have on is dope. It's not the it's not the signed one, that's for sure. Oh for sure, yeah. I'm still not wearing that. Nah. But there's a reason why I have this on, and we'll get to that later. Right, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But shout out to Dave with the commemorative Cam Newton jersey. The the the. Uh... Well, so since we're on the talks of jersey etiquette, what is considered jersey etiquette? Because my theory is, I can still wear this until he play, goes signs to another team. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, I can still wear. I can I wear this once he signs to another team. I can't. I gotta retire. That's a, that, no that is a very valid uh, question, Dave. Because uh, nothing perturbs me more. Uh, than seeing, and I get it. You spent some money on the on the jersey, and you're gonna wear it. But there's nothing perturb that perturbs me more than than guys wearing jer- even Steve Smith. Like I couldn't I couldn't see a Steve Smith jersey until he retired. I don't want I want to see the Ray. I don't want to because he plays for another team. So I'm I'm good on that. You you I don't want to see no Cam Newton jersey. It's good for right now. It's good for right no, now. No no, it's good for now. But once he signed with another team, 
It's gone. Hey, we gotta let it go until until he retire or come back, man. We gotta just let it rock. Hey, he he's theirs. He let let the let the let the old stuff go and get you a Teddy. Get you a Teddy jersey. Let's rock the Teddy jersey. Let's get the be five. Lo- let's be loyal. I don't even know if that's his number because we. I people, think it is five. Parlay has five. So I don't oh, know. Maybe it's they, not five. The the um the uh roster uh the official roster on um on Panthers.com they haven't updated the numbers yet. So uh, okay. I'll be I'll be interested to seeing. Um, yeah, Luke Luke is wearable. Luke is wearable. That's that's a that's a fair. Game. Oh yeah, Luke is absolutely wearable. Luke can go to no other team. Oh, so he it, is, it is five confirmed. You sh- we sure? Because I haven't seen him on the website yet. But if it is, shout out to Teddy with the five. Get you a get you a Teddy Bridgewater. We rocking. We rocking with the uh with the with the home team. B. I, home I recommend team. holding off until we have a season. Like save your coin. Or if you get a discounted rate of a Teddy Bridgewater, here's your opportunity. Because I know that I know the NFL right now is printing them jerseys, and they might have to put them on sale if they don't have a season this year. So, that's true. That's true. All right, let's uh, let's let's get into this. Let's get into this uh, uh, this this uh, this data that we have. Listen, I'm not going. We're not going to jump right into the C-Mac stuff. I'm gonna be honest with y'all because it doesn't flow in this this. This information came in late, okay? So there's a flow that I got to go with. There's a flow that I got to go with. So we don't expect to watch this and us jump right into C-Mac because it's not going to happen. No, this, it's called – It's one, called. we're, we're, we're trying to upsell it. Like, oh, we're going to go through – We're going to we're gonna, we're gonna, we're we're gonna get through this content. We're okay. going to get through this content. Is that what we're doing? And then we're going to talk about the breaking news, That's man. funny. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. So, again, Spotify, you can find us, all that good stuff. Um, got to keep that there. But, Dave – Let's talk about these new Bucks jerseys. Do you like the new Bucks jerseys? Are you are you talking about the ones from two thousand and two? Those are definitely two thousand two jerseys. Yes, the new, Bucks, <laughs> the, old, the new old Bucks jerseys. How do you like those joints? They all right. They yeah. cool. I mean, I, I like out of the, all the Bucks jerseys that I've seen since in, in my lifetime, these are probably the best ones they've had. Yeah, but these are the old two jerseys. But it also shows that they knew that alarm clock was trash too. Yeah, they knew the alarm clock was garbage. Um, them joints was fat. Them joints was garbage. Um, the little pewter joint is cool. I like the little pewter, all pewter look. Um, some people don't like it, but you know it is what it is. It's an upgrade from what it's upgrade from the clock. Yeah, it's, it's better than what they had. They just went back to the old ones they had. That those are exact same ones that they had. I think that except for that, no, I think the old ones had uh, the uh, orange in it too, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. But shout out to them. Shout out to them. Just wanted, just wanted, because there's a lot of, a lot of New Jersey flavor in FC South. So I just, we'd be remiss if we didn't, if we didn't talk about it. Uh, but shout out to the Bucks. They got some New Jersey. With Tom Brady coming in, it's like a whole new, new swag coming in. They, they, they feeling themselves right now. So shout out Brady to Brady. Part of the reason why Brady was like, yo, you better get the old joints. You can't be out here with get, the, yeah. with the, with the, with the orange sickles and the. Yeah, he said. Look, man, I'm not about this winning life, yo. You better put them jerseys on when y'all actually look like y'all are winning. Facts. Be coming up here with these alarm clocks, ding dongs, and bing bongs. Nah, we good. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but what about these though, Dave? What about these? What about these Falcons jerseys though? Trash. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even wait for the slide. Yo, Trinidadash. What about these? They Terrible. Got, got these little cons. The little yo, I I died. Trash. Yo, I died laughing when they said that red joint looked like the old school Fubu joints with the <laughs> with the fade. Yo, <laughs> I died. Yo, that that faded joint. At first, I was like, all right, that's that's pretty cool. But then I was like, yo, that's definitely the old Fubu joints for sure. 
trash, yo. yo. Joyce is, I mean, they are. No, they're not. They no, are. they're not. They're going to do just like the Bucks. They're going to change them joints back. back to more in about two or three years. Them joints are tr- Somebody called them XFL unis. Garbage, that is, that man. Is funny. That Terrible. Is funny. Yeah, but I will I will give them this, though. I do like the matte black helmet. I'm going to give them props on that. All right. The matte black helmet is tough. I but like it doesn't it. say, but too bad they didn't put the helmet on the entire jersey. Yeah. Because it still doesn't change the fact that it's trash. That helmet's not going to save the rest of that shit that I got to look at. Yo, them the, Thrash, the throwback son. FUBU jerseys had me dying. And then, you know, then, of course, the Panthers social media team goes in and throws shots at him. But they was flagrant for what they, they, they tweeted back. They, that, was, that, was fla- that was flagrant. That was below nope. the belt, dog. It was below the belt, but you know what? I can't be mad at it because that's how you're supposed to fucking respond. Yeah, it, it that's was. That's how you're supposed to respond. It was. That's what you're supposed to do. They're still trash. Like, let's be clear. These are still trash. Yeah. These are terrible. Definitely one of the worst jerseys in the league right now. And we got to see it twice a year. Yeah, they're, they're not. Maybe good. if they have a, maybe if they don't have a season next year, they'll figure this out. And so, it. so Dave, right. that that brings me to the question: what, Do you think it's time for the Panthers to uh, upgrade themselves? Hey, the more I think, I think about it, man. I'm like, yo, our joints is all right. Like, I don't know how much you could tweak them. Like, what can you do? I'm afraid. Yeah, that's I'm what afraid. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm with you, unless, Dave. Yo, yo, unless, unless you do like a silver joint, the silver and black. Like, so you're just you talking some... about adding the color. You're not talking about tweaking the whole uniform. Nah, no, because they're fine. Like, like they're not, like, you change, like you probably could add a couple things here and there, but it ain't worth something coming out like this. Like, if, I, if, I, if I'm up here and I see a jersey and it says car in front of one, I ain't car, it, man. Car, not, not CLT. No, we can't do CLT because it's, Nah, it's going to be car. It'll be car. It'll definitely say car. It'll be car. It'll be just like, you know, you remember back, you remember back when um ESPN had uh Sunday night well Monday night football used to do it ESPN yeah. had Monday night football and it would just do the symbol like so yeah. we were car yeah, it was yeah. ATL and yeah like nah man don't be putting me don't be giving me the ESPN Sunday night football symbol yeah on the top I, you know what I like I like I like the the little flavors they did this year with the uniforms they they did the different combinations I don't know I'm I'm with Dave like I wouldn't mind a new jersey but I'm nervous with what they would do with them. No, son. I'm I'm have, nervous, man. I have no, no, no. ATL, no, no. Car, you ready? Car. Yeah. We can we can leverage the colors that we have and come up with more combinations. We could do that. You could do something like you got to keep pounding on the back of the on the on the yeah on the neck of the jersey. Like we got we got some things going. I'd rather have the keep pounding here. Then have it in the car. Then the car. Yeah. Or K or KP. Nah, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interested in taking these risks here. I feel you. I feel you. (laughs) Nah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I was nervous too. Now the new helmets. I agree, Joe Joseph Broach. New helmets. I'm in. Change the helmet. You can change the helmet. Get like a all. Get a black helmet. I'm in. I'm there. Like if you want to do the all black and change the helmet to black, I'm in. But don't be out here adding like additional characters above the number. Don't yeah, do nah, that. Yeah, we we good on that. We good on that. But all right, just had to get your opinion a bit, opinion on that, Dave. But uh, it's it's interesting because it, people are saying, you know, Saints they changed their jerseys. Saints are changing their jerseys. They did add that little uh color, that little mustard, br- 
the yeah. mustard gold color that they do that I don't yeah. like that doesn't match the helmet. I hate that, by the way. Pet peeve of mine. If you're going to roll out jerseys, make sure they match the helmet, B. Like, make sure your colors match. That's that's a pet peeve. You can't come out with mustard gold or whatever gold pants that is, and then that's a completely different color than your oh, helmet. No. I don't re- oh, so the Hornets have Sha they do on have their jerseys? Sha. They do have Sha, C-H-A, Cha. No, Cha, like Cha-Cha-Cha. Yeah, they do have Are they going to start doing a Cha-Cha-Cha in the NBA games when they come back? But all right. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. We give the gave the the rest of the NFC. So shout out to them, the new jerseys and all that. Uh, I, I'm cool with where we at. Let's not. If you're gonna tweak it, tweak it. But don't don't overhaul it. We don't need a whole new thing. Uh, I'm nervous for what they would do. But we'll see. We'll see. All right. Moving on. Dave Luke Keekley spoke. Uh, he did an interview with some. Uh, I forgot your boy's name. Um, and uh, he spoke on why he kind of retired. Here's a quote. Real quick quote. Um, at, as the season concluded, I, I really kind of sat back and thought about it. I couldn't have asked for a better situation in Carolina, but once the season ended, I just knew that I'd given everything I had. I was done at that point, and I had nothing, uh, nothing to, it had nothing to do with the changes in coaches or anything like that. I just think I knew in my heart I gave it all I had, uh, and at this point, it was time for me to move in a different direction. You have to make hard decisions in your life, and I think this is one of, uh, one of the harder ones I've uh, had to make. I hope, but hopefully, I can find a way to stay involved with with, with football in some some way, shape, or form. Dave, what are your thoughts? And before I say that, what I what before I say that, man, there's some clowns out here, B. There's some clowns out here on their YouTube channels saying just, just stupid things. And please, again, I say this a million times: we might not have the most followers, B, and we might not be the most entertaining, but please. Be careful with these clowns out here, dog. Cause this dude, this dude, the same dude I'm talking about that that said with the Judas Peppers thing. Say, this dude said that Judas Peppers allegedly retired uh, because he didn't have input in the coaching staff changes. Like, come on, be like, I can't. Like, this dude has like six thousand followers to six thousand uh, six thousand subscribers. This dude, all right, they want me to name that. It's Keep Pound, Keep the El Grande, Grande Gato dude, whatever. He said that allegedly Cam, New, I mean, not excuse me, Luke Keekley retired because he didn't have uh, say in the coaching changes or in the staff. Oh, him or Peppers? What, no, no, this is Luke. He said okay. that Luke retired because of that. Okay, you said Peppers already. That's what I, I said. Did, no, I'm, it's the same dude that had, that thought. Oh, that Peppers. had the Pepper stuff. Yeah. So he said that Luke retired. Because he didn't have a, a say in the coaching? Come yes. On. Dude, does that even sound like... That doesn't even sound like freaking Luke. Like, that's not even that a Luke it. thing, yo. Like, come on, that yo. Ain't it. This dude... I think this dude, and retired, again... Luke retired for his health. Period. And again. Period. And again. And again. Listen, just be careful where you get your information. Like I said, we might not have the most subscribers. We not, we not the most entertaining. But what we do spit up here is facts. And I would never use my platform to come up here and spew some crap like that. He said some other things, which we'll get to later, in reference to your your number your 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 number one Cam Newton. Oh, he said oh. some other things. He said some other things about allegedly how the release came to came to play. We'll talk about that later. But again, be careful where you get your information. Uh, that's all I got to say. Just be careful, man. Be careful. All right. So yeah, any thoughts on Luke? Uh, what he said again, just he didn't really say anything else. It was a 10 minute interview. Um, 
essentially what he talked about, what he's going to do. And he's, I think he's really trying to get a job, uh, whether it be broadcasting or in the coaching staff in some way, shape, or form. That was pretty much what he said. So any, any thoughts on that? I mean, I, I would think that Carolina would um would bring him back in. Yeah, no, I would it's, think. it's obvious, obvious. Yeah, like I, I think that that could possibly happen. I think yeah, so. To to Marcus's point, could you imagine seeing uh, Luke up there with Tony? That Jones? would be both, insane. Both of them calling plays out. You know, Luke diagnosed shit in the at, <laughs> like he's elite at that. So he could he could see exactly what's going on. Just imagine them two together, bro. That'd be crazy. Oh, that, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. My fault. Go ahead. What was you saying? Nah, I just I think Luke is uh he retired because of his health. Um, I think that was the main crux. I don't think it had anything to do with the coaching staff at all. Because Luke's not that type of person. Luke is yeah, gonna Luke is gonna play for whoever's there and he's gonna respect the coach. You know, I think it was about his health, man. He had a lot of concussions. And it was and I, and it sounded like he played with a concussion this year too and didn't say. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I think it was to not only his health, Dave, was to preserve his health. Yes, I think that's what it was. It was to keep his mind and body sound. That you know all the concussion stuff going on with these players after you know after they retired. I think it was to preserve his health. So shout out to Luke Kuechly. Uh, just just wanted to give him some some quick uh some quick flowers um on the on that interview that he had. All right. So uh let's let's uh let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, from Luke. Shout out to Luke, man. All right, so uh, Matt Rule, he also spoke to the media, Dave, and uh, I have some points. I have some points that I, I pulled. I actually caught some of this. Did you? Okay, so I, I pulled some points from this, and um, you know, was was I the only person, Just this is just me, that maybe cons- conspiracy theorists were shot, all right? So I was thinking, just conspiracy theories. Because <laughs> so, now you, not, not, no, I'm, not, I'm see, just, I'm just saying conspiracy. Just either my man, and now you about to get theory, your. But see, <laughs> but see, I'm saying it. I'm saying conspiracy, conspiracy theories. I'm, I'm manning up about mine. I'm not gonna speak, speak it as fact. But his, his connection had some issues and some odd, odd timed answers. B, did y'all notice that? Or was that just me? <laughs> was that just me or was, was his signal like a little weird and it would kind of flake out at certain points when he was answering questions a little bit I, I don't know maybe it's just me I don't, maybe it's just me maybe, maybe you need to me. get a new internet connection it's not me it's him because I rewatched it and it's the same nah 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 I mean maybe a little I don't know I didn't watch the whole thing though so I watched a couple minutes of it alright maybe maybe it was just me it was just me it it was better. It was better than Teddy. Better connection. than Teddy. It was better than Teddy's connection, uh, for sure. Uh, but it was it was it wasn't better than uh, Robbie Anderson's. It wasn't better than Robbie Anderson's. Robbie Anderson got the best Wi-Fi. Uh, Matt Rule, you got to step it up. Step your Wi-Fi game up. But all right, so let's let's go um let's go through these uh through some of these points that I because a lot of people saying they didn't watch it. I pulled a bunch of points. Let's go through them. All right, so on Cam Newton's release, um. He kept saying move forward. He said move forward a lot. He said uh, it was best for the team to move forward, uh, and they saw the opportunity to get Teddy, and Teddy was a better fit because uh, because of the fact that he knows the offense, has the relationship with, Bra- uh, with Brady, and it was not a comparison. He was he he mentioned that, and um, and it's hard when you see these these tweets go out about the interview, and they say that um, they, they pull these things and they're kind of out of context. Um, but 
they've kind of pulled that first part and said Teddy was a better fit and just left it at that. But they left out the part that Teddy was a better fit because he knows Brady, because he knows the system. And they left out the part that he specifically said this is not a comparison between Teddy and Cam. He said he knows Cam's going to be a great player moving forward, um, but uh, he just felt that the time. And I, and I agree. It's, it was the best time for them to cut ties and kind of start over. Um, so that's kind of what he said about Cam. Any any thoughts on that? No, nah, I mean. It's nothing, nothing, nothing groundbreaking. Nothing, nothing groundbreaking that he said. I mean, of course, you know, I always have the conversation about getting your guy when you become the new coach especially when it comes to the quarterback position. When Rivera got when Rivera got hired, he went to go get his guy, and now we got Matt Rule, and, you know, he's getting his guy. Yeah. And then it's, it's, it's important that coaches get a chance to grab their quarterback too. That's I think that's a very – we used to say it a lot. We used to say it a lot back in the day uh, that, you know, it's, it's a thing where the coaches – the new coach comes in, they need to get their guy and mm-hmm. uh, someone that they can they can, you know, either sink or swim with. And I think it's important for uh, Matt Rule to get his guy and get his guy as soon as he can find him. And I think they did a. I think they did a. Again, they handled the release very poorly. But I think getting the the, the bridge and Teddy, uh, pun intended, uh, was a great thing because it gives you an opportunity to be somewhat competitive, uh, and you know at least put out a decent product. And then it doesn't tie you down long term. You can still go out and get a guy, even in, even in this year's draft, you can still go out and get a quarterback, which he talked about a little bit later. We'll talk about that. Um, but yeah. So anyway, again, they handled it terrible with Cam, but I, I do like the way they did it. And again, uh, I I probably would not have signed Teddy Bridgewater. I probably would have stuck with PJ and just roll with PJ, just because I think this is this is a lost season anyway. Um, but uh, it is what it is. But anyway. All right, let's. I stay focused. We'll stay focused on this. I've said. I've said my uh, spiel about Teddy. All it, listen, bro. All in, all it takes is one injury for this for the season to change for us for the better. If that, a Drew Brees goes down or somebody like that, we'll end up in the playoffs. <laughs> I, will, I ain't going that far. I ain't going that far. But we'll see. You're telling me. You're telling me Taysom Hill is going to take the dudes to the he, promised he land. Might. He might. He's got a damn. Oh, he's got a damn good coordinator. I tell you that. A good coordinator would take you a long way, my G, and that's a, a fact. There's a difference between Drew Brees and Taysom Hill. There's a start. There's a difference between Drew, Drew Brees and Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater too, Dave. And Teddy Bridgewater's five and zero, my G. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. A great, a great offensive mind would do a lot of things to. to they, they're gonna pull out the best in each player. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's let's move on. Uh, the pre-jab process. He he said that he's had. Due to the quarantine, he's had time to go back two years to watch film. Typically, it looks from what I infer from that is that they typically only go back one year, have enough time to watch one year of film, which is mm-hmm. the most recent. Because they got to travel and stuff. Right. And so it looks like he's had time to go back and watch two years to get more data uh, or more, you know, viewing points. Um, he says uh, uh, they have certain they have certain visions for players. Um, and that Marty Herney is doing a good job of identifying the talent that they want. So this is this is what I talked about earlier. And who who, who drives the uh, who drives the the direction of the team? Like I think people put a lot of stock, and maybe, maybe I'm not going to say this the right way, but people are putting a lot of things in the GM. 
But at the, at the end of the day, the coach is the one that drives. The coach is gonna is gonna drive the ship. Okay, the direction of the get get you the right player. He he's gonna say, hey, this is the guy I want. The GM has to go get that guy and do it the right way in the context of the of the draft or excuse me of the cap. And I think that's what he's saying here. Um, he's saying that that uh, that they have a certain guy they want. Marty's gonna find it. And again, if you when we talk about these virtual visits, you'll see kind of what's going on here, and we'll kind of see how the the process is molding. Um, but he said that the receivers are deep. Um, he and he did say he did say that uh, uh, that um, they don't have all the data points on guys that did not participate fully at the combine or pro days. So they have to trust the film, which could be a good thing. Absolutely, could it be is. A good thing. Could be That's a what good you thing. need to trust. Yeah. Like the combine is just a, it's like a, it's just a, it's, it's no, it's, it's, it's a, it's a mini Olympic, so to speak. But it ain't gonna really prove anything. The film is what's gonna matter. Yeah. Like when somebody runs a four three forty, you gotta see if they're playing at that speed. Most there's, of the time, there's, they- there's absolutely certain things you can pull from the combine, and I, I, we can't fully diminish the combine it, it matters uh, but there's you know at, at the end of the day the film you have to go back to the film and trust what you see uh, so I think that's what they're doing there but all right so a couple more points a couple more points uh, team needs Dave he said and this is where his signal started to break up coincidentally you take it for what it's <laughs> worth his signal broke up and I had to pull had to listen very 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 hard he said uh, the um, they're looking for for depth, this is then this is coach speak. You want to talk about coach speak? This is coach speak. They're looking for depth on the defensive side of the ball. No, sir, you're looking for starters on the defensive side of the ball because you don't have any. Um, and he said the biggest challenge challenges are finding cornerback and defensive line. So he's essentially identified that corners and defensive line uh, are the are the uh, are the weak spots. Um, so look for those to be drafted, I guess. Because well, we already know that though. Because if, if it, no, it's obvious. We you see you pull out my thing, the little uh, pause. You pull out the uh, the the, um, the the chart, the chart that I had. Yeah, you know you you you'll see that the the obvious needs are defensive side of the ball. But uh, but yeah, go ahead, Dave. What was you saying? Dog, like he said, receivers are deep, but we ain't gonna take one. We won't take a receiver unless it's super late. I know folks have been talking about all these other receivers that they want to take. But the reality is, is that we got too many holes on defense to be messing around trying to take a receiver. We just picked up Rob Anderson. We got DJ Moore. And we could trade Curtis Samuel to get more draft stock if that's possible. But if we don't trade him, we got Curtis Samuel. We're not out here trying to grab a wide receiver in these streets like that. I think we are. Too- I think if they're going to bring one in, they'll probably just take one in from as an undrafted free agent. Oh, I doubt that. No, it's too many good wide receivers not to get one. It's too many. It's too many. They'll, they're going to get one. They're gonna get one. Um, Around you think they're gonna take one? I don't know. I can't tell you. I, I don't think no it's clue. gonna. If we take one in the fourth, I'll be shocked. Maybe we'll take one with the extra pick that we got. But that was in the fifth, right? Yes, yeah, and you could probably still get you a solid one in the fifth. Yeah, that's so how good. Take... This, that's how good this receiver draft is. Unless there's a huge run on it. Unless there's a huge, huge, huge run on receivers. Uh, I think we're we're gonna get one for sure. For sure. Uh. But uh, all right, so uh, when he, he talked a little bit about linebackers, he talked about Tahir uh, Whitehead. Um, he talked about they asked. I think Jordan Rodriguez asked him who um, who's going to play middle linebacker, and essentially said we're just going to get 
he wanted this the mini camp time to figure out who was going to play that you know that position. At, at the end of the day, he, he pretty much said that they're going to get the best players and they'll figure it out from there. Mm. Uh, positionless football, essentially. So they don't know who's going to be the middle linebacker. They right don't. Now. They don't know. Yeah, he was pretty much open and honest about that. He did. He said he doesn't know. He he was open. He was honest about a lot. He got real transparent towards the end, uh, and we'll talk about it. But he got real transparent, and I I kind of like what he said. Because uh, he could have went coach speak for sure, but he, he I don't think he did. Uh, but anyway, talking about um, uh, drafting the quarterback. So Dave, he said uh, he's evaluating all the guys, and if a guy drops in your lap, you take it. Uh, he said don't let need overtake uh, what the best thing is long term. You're drafting for the next four to five years. So, again, quarterback is going to be an option. Dave, if Tua or one – or I already said that. One of the guys that they like is there. They're, they're not going to be afraid to pull the trigger on the quarterback. So just – I just want to – I want people to prepare themselves um, for us drafting the quarterback. Y'all going to cry. I'm just saying – I'm just saying prepare yourselves. That's. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying prepare yourselves, okay? Be prepared. Yeah, be, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with Aladdin, John. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, but all right. Uh, Go Disney movie. Moving on. Uh, Okay. So, success in 2020. This is kind of where he got a little bit transparent, Dave. Uh, He said, somebody asked him, what what would success look like in 2020? He said, it's going to be hard to identify without meeting a team. I know it's obvious. I know that's obvious, but he he said, the the thing that I liked about what he said is, whatever the talent is, that's what he wants to play to. So, if we're trash... If we're a four and eleven team, he wants to be. Uh, excuse me. If we're a four and twelve team, he wants to shoot for five and eleven or six and twelve, uh, or I mean six and uh, six and ten. So he wants. He was really kind of like realistic. I I know it's easy. It's easy to be that way, but he was really realistic about kind of twenty twenty and like, hey man, we could be trash, but if we got the talent to be eight and eight, I want to be eight and eight. I know it's obvious, but get trying to get the best out of your guys in this situation is a little difficult. If that makes sense. I hope I, I hope I'm making sense. I'm kind of all over the. Place. He could lose this team. He could lose this team fast, bro. Like if we start really terrible, he could lose this team quickly. And even though he's kind of, even though like the roster's been kind of gutted a little bit, he could still potentially lose the guys that he still has left. Um. So he's got to tread that lightly. Of course, he he might have been more realistic than he should have, but I mean, he probably knows that the team's not going to be that good next year. But no, I'll tell he, you, that's what I'm saying, and and that's what I'm trying to say is that he was transparent about that. He was kind of say he was, in his mannerisms and the way he said it. He was like, "Man, you know what? I'm just going to try to be the best version of what we can be." If that if he didn't come yeah. out and say he wasn't like, "Yeah, we're going to try to be," uh, you know, "we're going to try to make the playoffs," like. That that's kind of not what he he did mention playoffs, but it was in the context of a, something else. Uh, but I, I like the way he said it. That's all I'm saying. Um, but uh, anything else on that day? No, nah, I'm good, man. All right. So he he dodged this question a couple times. Eric Eric Reed talking about Eric Eric Reed's release. Dog, you know why? He dodged this joint, and it was very clear to me that he did not want to answer this question. Jordan Rodriguez answered asked the question uh, to him. I, he, she asked a three-part question. Maybe he may. I give him the benefit of the doubt. 
uh, maybe forgetting to answer that question. But he also, nah. yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. It, but I, I did when I when it initially happened. But then he also uh, meant to follow. He followed back up on a couple other questions, which means that he dodged his question. Um, and then I think some. I think Scott Fowler, or somebody else, followed up and asked it again, and then had to ask it again uh, three times. They asked him the question three times, and pretty much what he said was, uh, "Some of the decisions are based on what other people are saying." And this was the best decision moving forward, Dave. That that's saying a lot without saying a little bit. Like, I know. What do you mean? Well, we know. What do you well, mean we... by some of the decisions were based on what other people are saying, and it was the best decision moving forward? You know exactly what that means, Shot. I'm just trying to. I know. I know Stay what it means. Stay woke. <laughs> I know what it means. I'm just trying to t- rage. Has anybody signed them yet? That's funny. Nah, nobody signed them. Yeah, there's a reason. Yeah, I found that very They got the call. That's they very... got the call from the office, and it was like, very, you know, or what? Very interesting. <laughs> Based on what other they people got... were saying. Dog, they got the, the call. decision moving forward. The red phone dialed weeks before the drive. The bat phone dialed was like, yo, That's you know what crazy. The you know what the... That's crazy. <laughs> He's done. Man. That's crazy. It's over, man. He out here got franchise records for his position in Carolina, and he's done. He ain't coming back. That's he's done. Crazy. He ain't going to sign with nobody else. His career just ended in Carolina. Crazy. Look, man, I, I don't know if Trump called the back phone, but somebody called somebody. that joint was like, yo, it's time. It's time? Oh, yeah, it's time. All right. Yeah. Kyle I- Duggar got that man released. Is that what we're going to roll with? Okay. I'm not rolling with that. I'm not. Some of y'all shouldn't either. I'm not. Goodell straight up called tap. Now I'm being with the other podcasters. Somebody call. Oh yeah. There ain't no way. There ain't no way. All right. Somebody call. I, no, I agree. I'm. I'm. I agree. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. That's all. Somebody saying. call. It might not have been Goodell, but somebody important enough call. Or maybe a a slew of people called, and they just said, "All right, we gotta we gotta cut this loose." Rivera ain't signed him yet. Rivera has not signed him yet. Cause Dan Snyder ain't gonna let it happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't I don't think he'll I don't think Eric Reed's gonna get signed. B. He's not. I think he's think he's done. But uh, all right, so let's uh, let's uh, let's let's move on because we still got a lot to talk about day. Yeah. Uh, the temple asked when asked about the temple connection. This was in context to the Robbie Anderson question. Uh, the Robbie Anderson signing, he said, when you have the opportunity to sign guys that you know, you sign them. Uh, free agents had the opportunity to sign elsewhere, uh, but they chose here because of the connections, which is essentially what he said. Um, mm-hmm. So he's going out to get uh, you, you, all your Temple guys, all your Baylor guys. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was interesting, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later when it comes to the draft. Uh, I think those connections will – I think those connections will also play out in the draft too. Uh, just keep that in mind as we move forward. All right. So, uh, Dave, uh, I know you can't hear it, but we got a little bit of breaking news. Uh, so, before we announce the news, uh, he was asked about Christian McCaffrey and the extension on this uh, this this conference. 
And uh, he said that Christian McCaffrey was a centerpiece player, but Marty Holt handles the contracts, and he will offers, offer his opinion uh, when Marty asks. So Dave, apparently, he had good things to say about uh, Mr. McCaffrey. Uh, and he, he, saw wanted, the film. he wanted M- Christian McCaffrey because Christian McCaffrey got paid, B. Uh, he got paid. He becomes the highest paid running back. Um, but I, I, yeah, but this this okay. So let's let's break this down a little bit because I think he got he got what a four year, sixty four million dollar extension, which is the key word extension. Okay, extension. Okay, we'll talk about how this is gonna work um, because I don't think everybody's in in the loop of how this is gonna work. Um, but uh, essentially, what the 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 media the media is gonna put out that he's getting paid sixteen million dollars a year. And that's just not the case. That's not how this is going to work. Yes, you take the the sixty four million dollars a year, uh, sixty four million dollar contract. You divide it by four years. Yes, that equals sixteen million. But that's not how this is going to work. Okay, let's talk about how this is going to work before we get into whether they, we think this signing is good or not. I need to get. I need to give you the full picture, Dave, because I think we need the full Panthers fans. We need the full picture before we come to any conclusions on the Christian Christian McCaffrey signing. We need the full picture, okay? Uh, and I will, again, I may, I may be on one side of this, Dave may, may be on another, but we need the full picture, okay? All right. So, Dave, this is how this is gonna work, okay, Dave? On the screen, I have his contract, and this was his, this was his, uh, his rookie contract, okay? He had a four-year, a four-year, seventeen million dollar deal, okay? What's gonna happen now that he got extended is that his rookie contract is now voided. So two, 2020 and the uh and the um the uh the fifth year option that he was gonna have that's gone. all that's gone okay that is voided those numbers are voided you see that five uh, the uh the five million dollar the cap hit right yep. there Dave what yep. you're gonna do is you're gonna take that you're the math major here you're gonna take that five million dollars Dave five point Five, little five point five million. Let's say four point five. Add that to the sixty four million dollar extension. Or sixty four million dollar extension. So what's 69, that? So sixty nine. Okay, sixty nine million. Okay. Now this is what we're gonna do. You take that sixty nine million dollars, Dave, and you spread it amongst the six years of that contract. So it is no longer a sixteen million dollar per year extension. It now boils down to about eleven million dollar, uh, eleven million per year dollar deal. Does that change anything in the way you see this contract? Before before it was presented as a four a four year, sixty four million dollar contract. You still here, man? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, your your joint went crazy for okay. like ten seconds. Okay, my bad. So does this change? Let, let me break. Let me frame this for you. Does this change anything about Christian McCaffrey's contract? So b- before Dave, it was presented to, presented to you as a four year extension, yeah, a sixty sixty four million dollar deal, yeah, okay, sixteen million dollars a year. Now it is now a because you're taking that money spreading spreading it amongst six years, you're now looking at a essentially a six year deal. About around eleven million, around eleven million dollars. Yeah, for eleven million dollars. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So does that change anything 
from the way you view the contract? I thought, and I was talking about this in one of the other chats that we're in, I thought what he got was fair for what he does because he's he's a number two wide receiver and not, a number one not, running back. He's not a number two wide receiver, though. Dude averages 100 catches a game, bro. 100 catches a season. Yeah, but in the context of dink and dunk football, it doesn't matter. And and we're five and eleven. Where we do we have wins to back up those numbers? But he has. But he plays two positions. In essence, I feel you. That no, sounds, you know what I'm sounds, saying. That sounds nice, Dave. But see, here's what here's, I think. But the way the way that you explain the contract, it's cool. Eleven million ain't that bad. When you think about it from that aspect, eleven million ain't that bad. Okay, so here's why. Here's why I have the problem with this. Okay. Here's why I have a problem with this with this deal, okay? You paid this man. You gave him the extension, um, and you you made it based upon those ex, ex, those great numbers that you just spoke of, Dave. Those you know the 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 wide receiver and the running back numbers. That's all great. Mm-hmm. But now, Dave, they're talking about protecting the investment. Dave, what does protect the invest the protecting the protect the investment mean to you, Dave? He ain't going to have as much carries, but I don't believe him. Okay. But I don't believe okay. him. Okay, so not as many carries, not as many touches. So you now you're paying the man based on prior production that he's no longer yeah. going to duplicate. But I don't completely agree with that. I think I think they're still going to utilize him. No, I think he's – I he should be utilized. I, I think absolutely gonna... think he's going to – but he there's no way he's going to do – if this team is going to be successful, hear me out, hear me out, Panther Nation, hear me out. Hear me out. When this team is successful, when this team is successful, Christian McCaffrey will not be a 1,000-1,000-yard a guy. It won't happen that way. Why? Because the ball will be spread around to so many people and others will get involved, and you cannot stop the other options. That's how this team needs to be built, right? And that's why the running back, and we talked about this, um, about paying the running back position. Uh, and how they they start behind the line of scrimmage, and how the only way this this contract would be justified is that if he he needs to be utilized as a wide receiver more, he needs to be utilized as a slot, an outside guy, a deep threat. That's how he needs to be utilized to justify this contract, and and and, and some running back carries too. But in order for this team to be successful. Christian McCaffrey is not going to be that guy. So you pay the man. And again, I think it now. And the, and the reason why, hold on real quick. The reason why I broke it down that way, because $11 million per year, I don't think is, listen to what I'm saying. I don't think it is that bad. Okay. It's not as bad as it seems. It could be far worse. And again, we have to see how the contract breaks down because there could be an out somewhere. There could be an out somewhere. Before I completely jump into it and say it's negative, I need to see the breakdown. There's going to be an out somewhere. Okay? I agree. Listen, I need to see this dude be utilized in a wide receiver capacity before I can say um, this is good. Go ahead, Dave. I'm about to play, I'm about to play devil's advocate. No, absolutely. This is, what, this is what this is about. This is great. So let's talk about our 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 – Stellar defense last season. 
Let's talk about how many, how the fact that we couldn't stop a running back to save our life last year. And let's talk about that we just wasn't that good playing defense last year. And I can argue we probably lost a couple of games because of it. Because Christian alone was keeping us in games last year. Yeah, but how many of those, how many of those, those, we, at the end of the day, day, we could have, should have, could have, would have. At the end of the no, day, I get that. No, listen, hold but on. But like, it's, it's, it's still a team game. You can argue about, like, you can argue about the fact that, all right, maybe we shouldn't have paid him that much, but he's your best player. And they didn't hold, they hold that thought right there, Dave. And this is why I think this move happened. This is why it happened now. Because yeah, I, I think thought, you, hit a, it, you hit it spot on the, spot on the head. Because I'm gonna be honest, man, I could have seen us doing the extension, but I didn't think it was gonna happen this year. I thought it was gonna happen before the fifth year okay, deal. But but Dave, great 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 comment because this is why I think it happened. Dave, there's so many bad things that's been happening. Cam Newton release, yeah, all Luke Kuechly retirement, all these things have happened. Here here Panther Nation, here's your here's your bone. Christian McCaffrey signed. Now we're we're good now. All all is well. We got we we resign. Could you imagine what have happened? D- just from a, from an optic standpoint, and I'm not saying I don't disagree with it because I would I wouldn't mind. I wanted I wanted to trade him, but could you imagine the uproar that would have happened from a fan base standpoint <laughs> if we had traded can, uh, traded uh, Christian McCaffrey just based on optics? And I agree, you cannot you can't run a team just based on optics. I I'm listen, I wanted to trade him. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just playing devil's advocate from an owner standpoint. From an from an owner standpoint. I can see Tepper being like, bro, I gotta pay this man. I gotta keep him around. I'm not saying I would have did it. I'm not saying I would have did it, but I'm just telling you from an from an optic standpoint. It wouldn't have looked good. Optics would have looked yeah, the optics would have looked bad. If we were to trade McCaffrey away, because then you knew that the team was in full sledge. No, away. not even that. It's just not. It's just not even the context of just Christian McCaffrey. Just in the just, scope of all that has happened this offseason. just everything yeah. that has happened, like Cam Newton, Luke, Olsen, Eric. But at Lee, the same time, stuff, man. But at the same time, you got to tread lightly, right? Because you don't want to make a mistake and overpay somebody. Oh, I agree. I don't, I don't think we overpay Christian. Listen, and that's what, and that's the thing. I, that's the thing. I don't listen, Dave. That's the thing, Dave. But you don't. You may not think we overpaid, but it seems like. Listen, I think his contract is the furthest contract out. Okay, twenty twenty six. He becomes an undrafted free agent, or excuse me, an unrestricted free agent. Twenty twenty six. They are building this team around Ryan. Christian McCaffrey. And that's what you cannot do, Dave. You cannot build a team around a running back. And that is the problem. That's where I have the problem. That's where I have the problem. And it and it would be great. Now the only the one of the one of the saving graces that could that could happen here is if we get a running back uh on a uh excuse me, we get a quarterback on a rookie deal. That would help us out tremendously. And if we can we can get rid of Teddy's contract after a couple years and we get we get into year three and we have a quarterback. A year four, we have a quarterback on a rookie deal. That helps. But you cannot build around a running back. That You just can't. You cannot build a team around a running back. And it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's tough. I don't, I don't think we should have did it. And listen, I, and this is just coming from we don't know how Joe Brady's going to use him. Maybe Joe Brady's going to line him up out wide. Maybe he's going to line him up in the slot. He's going to move him all around. All that stuff. 
But I don't know. I, I just, we, it's, it's, it's too many unknowns. Okay. Yes. I I know there's a certain I know the there's a certain portion of the fan base that's probably happy about this deal. I'll tell a you that. A whole ton of uh, the, a lot of listen. A lot they, of people are that, happy that's about what, this deal. That's what separates us this podcast from a lot of the other stuff that's out there. We're gonna look at it from from all all the different ways. Yes, there's people that are elated. There's people that are elated to CMC. He's and listen, this is here's a, here's a quote, not a, really a quote, but you can't always. This is just me off the top of my head. You can't always pay the great player just because he's great, right? You have to. Yes, he was a a good player, but a lot of those stats that he got, they're padded stats. They come in the context of us losing. We are a bad team. Well, timeout. It comes in the context that our defense has been horrendously bad. Yes. And so he, Dave, but, exactly. But, Dave, so that, that's, but, a, that's a great point. Dave, our, t- our defense has been really bad. So why don't you take that money and invest it in the defense? All the money we spend is on the offensive side this year. Every penny's been on the offensive side. So take that. Six- We've also lost a lot of folks on the offensive side. I agree. So that's why. Like, it isn't like we just, we kept Cam, we kept Olsen, and we still dropped all these these freaking weapons, and we re-signed all these people. We lost folks, man. We lost people. We went from Cam Newton and Greg Olsen to Teddy Bridgewater and Robbie Anderson. Like, we lost people. So it was a, it was a, it was a game. Like, they would have had to pay Cam over $30 million a year to keep him. And he ain't going to get that whatever team he ends up with. No, but didn't. to keep Cam at this point, that's what it would have took. We would have had to pay him close to 30 mil. And it was obvious that Tepper had no interest in paying a quarterback that much money. So now you got this extra money and you're like, well, I probably should put my money with somebody with one of the best players that I have on this team. They paid Shaq. They're paying him. They, <sighs> they, they, they see those two guys that's going to take this team forward. And the Shaq signing was before Matt Rule got hired. So for Matt, for Rule, this is his, yo, he's riding on this guy. It's a six-year deal. How long is uh, Rule's coaching uh, contract? It, it about lines up. So it's about, I think so, it's a little bit under that. I think he's a little bit. Yeah, no, it's seven. It's yeah, a seven-year seven, deal, ain't it? Seven-year deal. So he's got, he's he'll, a little. So Christian got six years. Yeah, they line up together. So Christian, so like, they're hand-in-hand hand at this point. There's, there's, okay, so there's there's two things that I'm, I'm waiting for, okay, before I go rails against, I'm fully against it, okay? There's two things I need to see. One, I'm going to see a little bit sooner than I'll see the other, okay, before I, I say I'm completely against it. One, I need to see how the contract breaks down. I need to see where the, because this, this, this deal could be completely backloaded where we, where we have an out, okay? I need to see how the contract is structured. I don't know how the contract is going to be structured. I need to see that. Number two, I need to see how Christian McCaffrey is going to be used. If you again, if you line him up as a wide receiver too, if you line him up, hey, by the way, I appreciate all the super chats. I'm trying to get all my, I'm trying to get all my thoughts out, but I'm, I'm not missing you. I promise, I see it. Um, but I need to. If you're going to use him as a wide receiver too, full time, that might be wide receiver two money to ten millions wide receiver two money day. And that that's kind of where we at. And you sprinkle sprinkle them in and running back, okay? But I don't know that's how they're gonna use them. I don't know. I don't All right. know. I want to respond to D'Angelo the legend. 
teams don't win Super Bowls with high-paid QB running backs. They don't win them that often with high-paid quarterbacks either. Truth be told. That's true. Pat they Mahomes get, is on, they get them on Pat, their rookie Pat, deals. Pat Mahomes is on a rookie deal. Yeah, but they also had an undrafted, uh, undrafted free agent running back, and they won it. Yeah. It has a very similar skill set to, to it, the guy named Christian McCaffrey. Look at Raheem Mostert. I mean, there's, there's, we, we did not have to do this. But they and did, but they also, but they, but the 49ers also had Tevin Coleman. They paid him. Which was a mistake. Imagine what they could have did with that money. Imagine what they could have did with that money they had in Tevin Coleman. <laughs> Imagine, you, you're speaking my point. That's my point, Dave. Imagine what they could have did with that money that they, that they had with uh, Tevin Coleman. And they, who else did they have? They had the other boy, too. They paid two running backs, didn't they? Yeah, they paid McKinnon, but McKinnon didn't play this year. And then they had, um, Who's the other guy that was there? Breeder, they have Breeder's there. Breeder, yeah, another, Breeder, another undrafted Breeder. guy. Yeah. Another undrafted guy. That's my point. We we didn't have to do this, man. And I, listen, I get probably they felt a little bit of pressure. Maybe Christian McCaffrey was going to hold out, and maybe they just wanted to get this get this ish over with now. And I, I agree that if listen, I'd rather them do this if they were going to do it. Listen, if if they were going to do it, and this was the plan. I, I like the way that it's structured this so that the, the deal spread out over the six years. I like the way that if we were going to do it, I like the way they did it. Did they did it the right it? way. If we had, did we have to do it? No. That's my question. I mean, my, um, that's my point. We didn't have to do it. But I do like but the, the thing way is, But the thing is, Rule had to be open for it, man. Because Rule's, Rule's putting his NFL head coaching opportunity on him. But you, that's my point. You can't put that on a running back. But that's back. what he wanted to do. That was his that's call. Not, that's not smart. Put that on the quarterback. We don't, we don't know that yet. We don't know that. Like, based on history, yes. But we got to figure out what they're going to do. Their defense need to get better. That is a fact. Their defense has to get better. The defense can't be what the heck we saw the last two years. Period. All right. So the defense has to get better. And then we'll see. You know, All right. I'm curious about what Burrow's, what Brady's going to do with this guy. Joe Brady's going to do with this guy. You got to go because, back. Go, go ahead. Because if you're going to pay him, if you're going to pay him that much just to be a between the tackles guy, he's not. That's not the case. I don't think that's that's not going to happen. I think I think Brady's going to get creative. I think he's going to find. I mean, if you want to really look, look at how how uh, how Peyton uses Kamara. That's that's what you're going to see. More or less, then you could sprinkle in some LSU films. So now I'm curious, because you know, with a deal like this, it kind of changes. There's a lot of running backs that's coming after him that are going to be like, "Yo, what's good?" So like, somebody like a Kamara. Kamara somebody... tweeted. Kamara tweeted. Had the money oh. eyes. Mm. So these dudes are gonna be looking to get paid. Yeah, I don't man. think the Saints. Are, the Saints are not gonna pay him. Kamara will be on another team. I can I will guarantee that. Kamara will be elsewhere. But maybe that was the strategy, man. Get these guys out of the paint. Get Kamara out of the division. Just get them out of here. And that's a good way to run them off. Just get them out of here. Because there's a lot of running backs that have not gotten paid yet. Kamara's one. Barkley. Barkley's Saquon's going to get paid because Dave Gettleman is the, is the uh, GM. So he's going to get paid. Bump, 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 bump. Yeah. He's gonna get who else is who else is looking for a check right now? Poor Melvin Gordon. Poor Melvin Gordon. Yeah, Melvin. Yeah, poor Melvin. 
But look oh, and look at look at what Eckler got paid. I mean, th- Eckler offers the same thing that that Christian McCaffrey does. It's kind of the same guy, very similar. Yeah, no, ain't no mm, very Eckler's, similar. Eckler's not as big as, as McCaffrey. Ain't a matter. Ain't no matter how big he is. I'm talking about what they do. They are they are essentially the same guy. Derrick Henry's about to break it though. Nah, if they if they wanted to pay him, they would have paid him. They franchise tagged him for a reason. Which is probably the right thing to do. Yeah, because I'm on a top ten, top ten pay for the position. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think it's. I don't know. I don't know how much the tag is. I have to look it up. I have to look it up. But uh, Barry Henry's gonna break the bank. I don't think. He, I don't think he is. He somebody might pay him, but I don't. I don't think that should be the right thing. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Um, let's talk about these virtual visits. Maybe I don't know if we're gonna have time to open up the phone lines. I'll try to get through these quick because we having a lot of um visits coming up, and uh, or not coming up. They've already been done, and they've been done virtually via FaceTime. And uh, it's very interesting when you look at the list of guys. Uh, so here's here's the list of guys that we we brought in so far. Um. Very interesting. You look at there's a, cu- a couple running backs. Ooh, just paid one. Uh, <laughs> a couple running backs. Hashtag uh, smokescreen. Th- but these guys aren't all. Most of these guys, I think there's like three guys up here that are in the PFF top 100. Uh, maybe it's, a lot of these guys don't even have a draft network profile. Like that's how like these are late late round guys. Uh, a lot of them. The majority of them are. Uh, there's a couple guys up here that aren't. And uh, but I want there's a couple guys that I want to talk about. Uh, we'll talk about most of them, but I want to talk specifically about a couple of them because it's it's interesting, interesting. Um, let's let's talk about a few of them. All right. So Levante Taylor is my Florida State guy. I shout out to Florida State. Uh, let's talk let's talk about him. He's a cornerback, uh, and he he injured his back in 2018. Okay, he had a back injury, uh, messed him up. But before that, that year. He was an elite, elite level man-to-man quarterback. Got hurt, came back, uh, wasn't quite the same guy. And then Willie Taggart, bum ass, moved him to safety. Okay, um, so he's a former <laughs> former cornerback standout and prize recruit, whose production and physical tools have been mired in a battle uh, to return to form from a significant back injury uh, in 2018. Taylor converted from safety to play uh, to play in 2019. And while his impact wasn't overly big, it did open up an alternate path to, for him to find sustained reps. Um, this is and this is from uh, the Draft Network, by the way. Uh, Taylor will be best uh, uh, best as an off sub package sub sub package safety uh, prospect in the NFL. I disagree with that. Respect, respectfully disagree. Um, he should be an outside cornerback where he was elite. Um, he recorded. This is a hand time. This is a hand time time and uh this is after his first year at florida state he recorded a 428 uh in the 40 yard dash with a 43 inch vertical and so that's at uh, i probably can't re- re- repeat those numbers uh, just due to the injuries uh, but he was nice he was nice uh really shut down corner 2017 again uh he uh, he only allowed 13 to 35 targets which is crazy that year so uh He's a night. He was a nice cornerback. Injuries set him back. He's going to be a day three guy, um, 
but has a lot of upside. I think he's super, super athletic, uh, and we'll see. Again, all of these guys, most of these guys are day, day three guys. I think, um, and we'll, I'll talk about it when I wrap up, but a lot of these guys are day three guys. Um, this dude, uh, Siwo Olenua, Olenua, something like that, whatever. Uh, this cat uh, is a six foot three, two hundred forty pound running back. Day short, short yardage guy. Um, he's not very fast. Uh, kind of reminds you a little bit from a size perspective as De- to Derrick Henry. Um, he he can he can receive. He can catch the ball. Uh, ran a lot of shallow route combinations underneath. Uh, he's got clean hands. Uh, he's got low mileage, which is key too. Uh, low mileage. Heavy hitter, short yardage potential. Um, so he could be a, sh- a short yard change of pace back. That's your, um, that's your, that's your protect your investment guy. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be protecting anything at this point. That's the guy that's going to ruin fantasy teams everywhere next next upcoming year. McCaffrey, McCaffrey gets knocked down at the two, and then this guy walks in and, and gets the six. Yeah, but I think I think um, this guy, I think he's going to be undrafted. He's an undrafted guy. I don't think he has a, a ton of tape. Uh, he doesn't have much tape. Again, he split the backfield. He had he ran a split backfield in college, so he wasn't the guy in college either. Um, so they're asking, what about Scarlett? Scarlett wasn't drafted by this regime, so he could be out of here um, easily. And and they can't look at him. They can't look at him because the this whole they, COVID. They stuff. look at the plays that he played in the preseason and yeah. a couple plays he had in the league, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So. He's out there. Um, they're looking at him. Uh, Amik Robertson's another guy. Um, let me see. Amik is uh, he's nice. He's he's a dog, B. Uh, he but he didn't. I, I couldn't find. I couldn't figure out how to get this dude's uh, draft network profile. Dra- draft network has been tripping. I don't know if it's if it's uh, working for everybody, but it ain't working for me. So five foot nine, one hundred eighty pound cornerback. Uh, uh, small dude. So small dude. But he ranked from this came from Pro Football Focus. He ranked fourth, ranked fourth in forced incompletions, fourth in forced incompletions, uh, in the whole entire NCAA. Uh, despite his small, small frame, Robertson is graded at extremely high level uh, all three years at Louisiana Tech as a true fan, freshman. Uh, in 2017, Robertson started all 13 games with the Bulldogs and earned a 76.5 overall grade. Uh, and a 74.4 coverage grade. He's nice. So they're saying, this is just a note from uh, Pro Football Focus, if Robertson was three inches taller and could run a 4-4-40, we'd be talking about he was the best cornerback in the draft. So that shows kind of the potential that he has. Uh, he's a junkyard dog uh, who is willing to mix it up with anybody lines up across from him. He's got probably that Napoleon complex, same shit that uh, Dante got. Um, incredibly physical and instinctive. Uh, so he's he's a guy that uh, that we're looking at. We've had an interview, interview with him. I think we met with him at the combine too. Two interactions there. Two interactions there. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. I gotta do. I probably do a film session on him if if there's some available. I check it out. Um, who else is out there? Jonathan uh, Grenard. Uh, this guy. Ah man, Pro Football Focus killed this dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, no no no. It's that. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. Um, because he's in the, he's ranked in the top uh, top two hundred, uh, so he's in the top two hundred, uh, and that that that's a good feel. 
good feat um, because not everybody makes it. A lot of these guys that I just pulled up ain't in there. Um, so let me see if I can pull them up, pull up his profile real quick. Give me one second, peeps. Hold on. He, Because this, this is a late addition. Um, he just got added uh, earlier today. Um, so let me see. His, uh, Grenard's inability to get around the edge against better tackles drops him down our board. Um, you better have some straight line explosiveness if you can if you can't win against uh can't win in the edge, Gennard has nothing special in that regard. Um I say he's played all over the all over across the line. So I think that's what uh that's what piques uh, his interest uh piques our interest in him. He's played all over the line. Um he lacks bend. They compare him to Shaq Lawson actually, which is a very interesting uh comparison. Uh, awesome. Yeah, some of the best hands in the country consistently controls the inter with uh, the interact. That's a plus for him. Uh, natural feel for setting up offensive tackles with his pass rush. Very disciplined in, uh, against the run. Sets in hard edge, which is probably why they're looking at him. Um, but yeah, man, these are some of the guys. Again, these are all gonna be late guys. We're talking about day three guys. We're not talking about any. Any first round, second round, or third, probably even third round guys. Uh, which brings me to my, my next point. Wonder I wonder why that is, Dave. Why is it that we don't have any major interactions with like top round one through three guys? Um, I, that just baffles my mind. Then I think about it. I sit and I, sit and I think about it, Dave. This dude rules got a lot of connections. Mm-hmm. And he played in a lot of conferences. Got a, got a lot of connections, okay? And I think he kind of knows the guys that he wants, good or bad. This is my opinion. The only guy that we've met, I think that's a surefire uh, top overall guy is Derek Brown. That's the only guy we've met with. And it, I don't know if our uh, if our um, our thing with – our, our if Herney's thing with meeting with guys in the is gonna stay in the first round. Every, he's never drafted a guy that he hasn't met uh, in the first round. Never. Like there's never. We we went back and did that study last year. He's always met with his guy on multiple occasions, and Derek Brown has been that guy. They met with him at the combine. They they went to his pro day before shit got locked down. Oh, he's um, in at seven. So Unless I, something crazy happens in the first six picks, he's in at seven, guys. So yeah, we haven't met with the, any other guy in the first round, the, any of the top ten guys. There's no other guy that in that range that we met with that I've seen. Oh, we did touch Judy. We did. That's that's a great point. My my bad, Renegade. Appreciate that. We did meet with Judy. We did meet the wide with receiver. Judy, the wide receiver. Yes, we did. We met with him at the combine. But yeah, again, 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 it what Judy. We met with him, but it wasn't multiple touches. We didn't do a virtual visit with him. We didn't do a pro a. a uh, um, a, a, a pro day visit. It's always been two or multiple touches with Herney. Okay. Brown's been the pick, and I think everybody knows that Brown is going to be the pick. Speak unless something crazy happens. Speaking of Derek Brown, Dave, I, I don't know if I should say this, but there could be some things happening with Derek Brown that I might be involved with. Uh, I can't, oh, yeah, I can't, careful. I can't release the information yet because the, it hasn't been signed. 
Nothing has been signed, but there is something going on with Derrick Brown that I could be involved with. Uh, and I'm not I'm not spreading fake news like your boy Keep Pounding TV. There's there is something going on in the background that I could be involved with. All right. Uh, so I'm shocked we'll, you even we'll mentioned that. I, I I wasn't gonna say anything until until uh unless, until Derrick Brown's name came up. But uh, I'll I'll keep y'all in the loop if it happens. I should know something today or tomorrow. Uh, but something's going on, and I'll just stay tuned. All right. So listen, um, connections. Going back to connections. The, this dude rules got a lot of connections. If even if you think in the top three in the top three rounds, I could think of three guys off the top of my head. I could I could think of three guys off the top of my head. In the first three rounds that Rule has a connection to, I'm looking at Matt Hennessy, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at Mims, and I'm looking at Lynch. Those those are guys after the first round that those guys um, that that those guys that Rule could be reaching out to. I don't know if Mims is gonna make it. I don't know I don't know about Mims making it to us. Okay, but I do know another guy that could be there in the second round, Dave. There could be another guy that could be there in the second round that we could touch that has the Baylor connection, and I'm talking about James Lynch, Dave. I'm yeah. talking about James Lynch, okay? James Lynch, uh, Joe Person did an article uh, on The Athletic with James Lynch and uh, did an interview with him and uh, said that uh, um, went, this is in, in, the, in the context of uh, rule recruiting Lynch. Uh, he said, one of the things he told me, is that I want to one day be an NFL an NFL head coach. And I'm telling you that now because I want to be straight up honest with you and what I want. And he said, and I want you to be in the NFL. That's what Rule told Lynch back when he was re- recruiting him, okay? And um, he said, and this is what Lynch told Rule. He said, I've told him before, uh, hopefully I get the chance to play with play for you uh, and defensive coordinator Phil Snow again. He said because I know they're great people. Uh, he said, and the thing with them is, I know, I know they, w- I know they want what's best for me. Uh, so what's best for me is to play for, play for some. So if what's best for me is to play with some other team, uh, then that's fine. Uh, that's fine with them, and they know that's what's best for me. So uh, that was really oddly worded, but pre- pretty much what he said was. Um, they want what's best for James Lynch, and if if it, that's playing for another team, then that that's okay with them. Uh, so again, Lynch was a defensive end in a three-four scheme under under uh, Baylor. It was more of a three-five-five. Five, uh, excuse me, a three uh, a three-three-five. Three, excuse me, three-three-five. Uh, but most analysts project Lynch as a three-technique defensive tackle in a four-band front, which is exactly kind of what we need. So you could see a double dip. You could see a double dip. Uh, with defensive tackle, we've seen that before in uh, in um, in your boys, uh, Snow. Um, excuse me, Short and uh, Star. Um, and he says, at the end of the day, he said, if I end up with them, that'd be great. If not, that's cool. So James Lynch, uh, I've seen him as high sec projected in the second round. I see him as low as the sixth round. I don't know where he's gonna go, but if you look at the the uh, interviews he's had, um, if you look at the way the uh, the draft order goes. We pick in front of most of these guys, except for the Bengals. Bengals and 
yeah, we pick in front of everybody. So let's say the second round comes around. Um, the only per- people we wouldn't be picking in front of them is the Bengals, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Okay, thank you. Um, so we would get ahead of anybody. Uh, that That's considering that that's taken into the fact that somebody uh, that met with him drafts him. Anybody could draft him, obviously. Um, but anyway, James Lynch could be a guy. Keep an eye on that. Um, and again, that's all I have for today. Uh, and just keep in mind that giveaway is going to happen. Pat Nation Podcast giveaway of the picture. I framed mine. That joint is dope. I put it up the other day. Uh, that giveaway is going to happen uh, draft night. So we're going to do a draft night. All right. Uh, so, Dave, what do you want to do, dog? Do you want to open up the phone lines or you want to call the call? I think the phone lines going to be lit. We might get stuck, B. Nah, nah. nah. <laughs> we might get stuck we'll, on the phone. We'll open up, we'll open up the lines because I got to. You want to? Gonna, yeah, we can open up the lines. I want to put right. in a little bit of work after this. So Okay, so you trying to stay 10, Yeah, I got to fire stuff after midnight tonight. Um, oh, you bugging. Well, I got well. Look, man, I'm working from home, man. The Rona got me stuck at the house. The Rona's B. I'm on call this week, so anything. Yeah, nah. I got, and I have. I wasn't able to do email at all today, so I had. I ended up doing training for most of the day because of that. Um, I couldn't. I I I haven't seen an email come on my computer since nine thirty this morning. I could look at my phone, but that's a. I'm not a fan of doing that unless I have to. Um, right. Nah, we'll we'll give him thirty minutes if that. Right. Yeah. So Dave said we'll stay stay on for thirty minutes, taking phone calls. Let's wait in on this Christian McCaffrey, man. Am I speaking facts or are Dave speaking facts? Who's speaking facts here? What y'all what y'all think about this trade, B? Or excuse me, this uh, this signing. Oh, I gotta admit, y'all, man. Forgot about that. All right, uh, seven oh four. What's good? Oh yeah, the, well I, I, I didn't say the whole name. Highline. Nothing so, much. How y'all doing? No, doing all right, man. What's good, Broski. Chilling, trying to survive, but um, glad I got in here before. Pretty much, Dave. I kind of agreed with you last week when someone posted the Matt Rule quote in the chat, where he said you know where he was just gushing over christian and then dave was just like christian's about to get paid and <laughs> that was kind of my <laughs> i was kind of like yeah and uh i do when dave said we got him at a bargain i kind of um and again i wasn't the only person i was willing to resign now was moton you know i was willing to like shot said i was willing to trade him for a first um but when i kind of do get what Dave said earlier today where he was like, we kind of got him out of bargain because the way they structured it, and I'll be interesting to see the details of the contract. Um, I agree. If you were going to do it, do it right now and spread it out um, that way. Um, because also with the cap going up, so if it's 11 million per year, you know, two, three years from now, that may not be that much speaking if we're considering him more of a running back, but um I guess the best we can hope for is hopefully he doesn't break down because the history is not looking good with Todd Gurley, Devontae Freeman, Jerry McKinnon, um, the list goes on. So, um, And what you said earlier is um, um, about reducing his workload. I'm not in favor of reducing his workload. I'm in favor of less carries. So especially this year and thank, even with the way Norv used him this year, um, I'm kind of, I'm happy that um, 
because we were losing at the end because he still hasn't gotten over 300 carries a year. You know, had we continued to win, he was going to eclipse that, but he still finished under 300 carries. Um, Workload can stay the same, but what'd you say? When you say 300 carries, are we talking catches too? Are we just talking handoffs? No, 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 no. This year he was on pace just for just running the ball. He was on pace to get well over that. And then we started losing so badly that obviously we weren't running him as much, thankfully. So he still finished under 300 carries, um, which 300 carries is like that. If you're a quote unquote bell cow back, you see all the backs in their primes. They're constantly getting over 300. And um, for him, I just, I'm with you guys. I'm really interested to see how Brady uses him because I cannot see, I, you can still be a focal point without getting 20 carries. Cause if you remember beginning of the year, dude was getting 20, 25, he had like 27 carries against the Texans. I like, we don't need that. Even if we didn't pay him, I I, I don't want him used in that but way. The, the problem is so. that's how he was paid though. That that's my problem. He's paid. He was paid uh, based off of that, that, production getting the ball those touches that's how he was paid he wasn't paid to come come in and get his they didn't say they didn't say hey let's deduct this million because you know we're, we're going to reduce your workload they say no you did a thousand and a thousand okay so, so we gotta we gotta back to pay you just to challenge you that when i when you say reduce workload i i think we're getting a misconception are you saying that his carries have to stay the same because i'm saying keep the workload the same just convert some of those carries into what I'm saying is what I'm saying is he is not touching the ball nowhere near because he's not going to those running back touches. Those add up quickly. When you run the ball back to back to back, they add up. You're not going to replace those touch. You're not going to replace those with catches. There's no way And then, and that's my point. And then if you do that, then you're taking away from the actual receivers that are on the field. And that's the, that's the problem right there. That's where I have the problem. I don't know, because like, let's say those few carries he gets, it doesn't mean he's going to catch the, you know, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean he's going to get the ball every single time. What I'm saying is that like, I mean, reducing five to seven carries a game, that's 80 to 112 carries a year. Yes, I get it. That's going to be slightly less work because um, you're paying him for this, but um to me, like I just I cannot see I cannot see a world where Brady uses him the same way. I mean, if they do, I mean they're just dumb as can be. Like why? If, so, they, if they do, we're, it's because we're losing. That, that's why. Really? That's, that's my yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. No, it's if he gets the touches that he gets, it's because we're losing, and we need to dink dunk and we need to feed McCaffrey. If a winning Panthers team. Let me tell you this: a winning Panthers team. The touches from McCaffrey come organically. They don't come with us forcing him to ball. One hundred percent. That's that's my point. One hundred percent. But my thing is, in my opinion, he could still touch the ball fifteen to twenty times a game, and it just be and it be organic. I don't think. I think with Norv, I mean, we were getting in some games it was twenty five to thirty. Um, like to me, as long as you are effective with it, I mean, I've always said again, I don't want to put a hard cap because. Sometimes he's hot. Like you remember, um, not last year, but the year before against Cincinnati at home, he was just hot. So we kept feeding him the hot hand. Some games he may, yeah, he may get 15, 20, but like on average, I don't see why he he should be getting more than 12 to 15 carries a game when he's that deadly as a, as a receiver. Um, me, just me personally. So, um, to me, 
I think there is a way you can ha- make sure he's touching the ball 15 to 20 times a game without it being force fed. Because again, you could line him up all over. Um, but you know, like I said, I-, I wanted to see if I can get a first rounder for him. It didn't happen. We'll roll with the punches. To me, this team has until I don't know when the 2021 draft is. But whenever that draft is over next year, that's that's how long we'll give this team to find our next franchise quarterback. If not, we will have some issues because a franchise quarterback on a rookie deal could make things a lot better. So I'm hoping. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Oh, it's coming. I agree with that. It's I, coming, Nolan. The only thing that kind of softens the blow is if we get a if we get a a quarterback on a rookie deal, um, that will soften the blow because then we're take we're taking that money, that twenty million that we were paying Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, and mm-hmm. take that money and you put it towards the defense or wherever you want to put it. Um, I agree that will soften the blow a bit, a bit. Yes, and last point I'll make, and I was talking with Jerome earlier, if you look at our roster, who else do we have to pay right now that's urgent? Moten. If you really think about it. But that, that, yeah, and I agree. But other than that, I'm not saying this is justifying McCaffrey, but – in my opinion, long term, besides Moten, DJ, and Burns, and I know this is way out, but besides those three, I don't see anyone else on the roster that's pressing that's going to be coming up next that well, you have to pay. Well, it depends, though, because we just signed a bunch of new guys, and we don't know how they're going to be incorporated, right? So Robbie Anderson could be our number one guy. He could, like, explode. I'm not saying that he will. I'm saying he could explode yeah. and become a number one guy. He's only on a two-year deal. So you got you could have to extend one him. year guaranteed with Roby too one year yeah exactly exactly so we we don't know we uh, it, it just it depends uh, but t- it, as far as what we know yes Moten is the only guy he's the only guy I would worry about and then you you got to figure out what you're gonna do with Okung maybe um, if you're not drafting the guy you got to extend Okung maybe <sighs> year. yeah uh, so I don't know I don't know man it. it yeah, I think we'll, a lot we'll of these a guys look. are temporary. We'll take a look next week. I think week. a lot of these guys – oh, yeah, absolutely, because like I said, I think a lot of these guys are temporary. Um, and But, yeah, I, I do think this is more of <laughs> Tepper needing to have a face of the franchise because no, they sure. were traded McCaffrey. I 100% <laughs> believe that. I want, I'm, I'm all oh. in on that. Like that was, this was a let's, how, let's spin this, and we gotta, we got to have some good news. We gotta have because who's gonna show up to the stadium with Teddy Bridgewater and fam Jordan Scott Christian McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey selling tickets, b at the at the end of the day, he is. And Tepper has to because he's gonna ask for money uh, for the stadium in a couple years. I mean, again, I would have traded him, but I get it from Tepper's standpoint. Luke retired, Greg's gone, Cam's gone. You were fired, Rivera, and then you traded Christian. Ooh, that that would have been tough. So. We'll see how it goes. I am interested. I can't believe the draft is um, really close to, yeah, uh, close by. But can't wait. All right, bro. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right, Nolan. See you. The other seven oh four. What's good? Hello. Seven oh four. Oh yeah. What's up, man? What's it's Austin? Austin. What's Austin, good, bro? What's up, man? You you got in early this time. You you be late. Hey man, you know me. <laughs> just, yo, just you stupid man. Yo, you stupid, yo. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh man, but stupid, yeah. Uh... <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll keep it super short, man. Um, this Chris McCaffrey thing kind of—it's kind of interesting. Like the, from the first caller, it makes a lot of sense. Where you know, get him in now, the cap will go up later. Like we're paying in pennies, but um. 
it kind of makes me think. So I saw this mock draft, right, with, with CBS today, and Tua fell to seven. So... It could happen, man. Yeah, that, that could happen. Have him sit behind Teddy for two years? That, that could happen. Listen, I'm not with it, bro. Um, I'm not with it. I'm not with Tua... Uh, just because of injury hit does not that does not mean he won't be good. Uh it you walked away right, from, right. I mean, you walked away from an injury injury prone quarterback to to draft another it's a little less expensive because it's draft capital. I I get it. I get it. But I'm not cool with that. I'm not cool with that. Right, right. But at the same time we have no idea what's gonna happen. What what you mean, with Tua? People are no, nah, no, nah, with with our draft pick too. Oh yeah, no clue. So I mean, we I think no clue. I, I I think I said this before. I I think Derrick Brown is the pick. Derrick Brown is the pick. Unless one of the QBs that we want falls to seven. If you if you want if you put a gun to my head right now, and told me to pick a guy, I think it would be Derrick Brown one hundred percent. Because yeah. it, it falls in line with with the current with the the with the Hernie's draft history. Uh, of meeting with guys, there's listen. There's that is a surefire way to know who we're drafting. Is go look at the draft visits, see who has multiple touches in that first, the first ten rounds, or the multiple interactions. Excuse me, in the first ten round, or the first ten uh, picks. That's gonna be your guy. That's it's it's surefire, bro. Like it's 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 a science. Follow the data. If he the if he if he's not the guy. Then that means Marty doesn't make the calls anymore. That kind of confirms. Great it. point, Dave. That's a great point. That is a great point. That's a great point. That's a great point. That was a, a real good point, Dave. I, I didn't think. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Listen, man. Like you gotta follow. You gotta follow the numbers, right? So if you follow the numbers, it all it all says Derek Brown. Let's somehow Derek Brown isn't there at seven. And I don't see enough scenarios. I've seen like one or two scenarios where Brown is gone at seven. Giants. Yeah, I could see Hog Molly Dave come in and take him. But I think that would be foolish for him because he has other needs. And they already have, they already stacked the defense tackle. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yo, it, I, oh, go ahead. I think, if, I think if the Giants do do it, I think there's going to be a lot of Giant fans chilling at Dave's house. Looking for him because they were kind of shocked that they kept them around. So, go hmm. yeah, man. All right. Well, I got, I got one more question. One, one quick question. So, we're paying CMC, right? Let's say we draft Brent. What do we do with Short? Do we still keep him and, and pay him? Nah, Short got to go. I've been saying Short got to go since since uh, since the rebuild started and Matt and Rule came in. Short, mm-hmm. short got to go, man. I think, uh, you, especially if you get a Brown, that gives you even more. That's another twenty million you could add to the cap next year by trading, or you don't want to cut him per se. I think you let you probably let him play out this year. Let Derrick Brown learn from him, if that's the case. Let him play out, and then uh, try to trade him. And if not, then uh, you know, um, you know, let him play this year, and then cut him next year. That's another twenty million. Uh, that we could add to the cap next year. Cool. Well, that was it for me. Y'all stay safe. Keep pounding Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride, man. All right. All right, Austin. See you later, bro. Last call. Lokes, man. What's good, bro? I think.
Yeah, 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 yeah. First of all, I want to get on this side talking about if we got time to open the phone lines. Nobody got nothing to do, man. <laughs> that's you, true. I know no, you don't work, dog. Look, man, huh? I understand you guys got this perception that I don't do much, but man, they keep they keep me busy at work, even in this house. <laughs> I've hey. been busy. I've been more busy at hey. home than I've been in the office, bro. Oh, I can't believe that. Ain't no way you, uh, you more busy at home than you is in. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, right, right. the thing is, I'm a manager again, too. So, like, I'm doing the job that I was doing on top of being a supervisor. So now I got, oh, I got oh. I'm, I'm busy, busy. I was busy before, but now I'm really busy. Oh, okay, okay. Because the but, thing but is, first now, of all, now, now, like, yeah. I can get calls around the clock now that I couldn't get before. Yeah. I do work like, with Yo, it's different now because I'm home. You know? Because people are now are working yeah. all around all different hours of the day. So it's different now. It is different yeah, yeah. now. My phone's yeah. been off the hook. Okay, okay. But uh but I, I want to get on uh this uh C Mac Christian uh McCaffrey. You know, I, I see a lot of people they are concerned about the deal, you know, they want to um, complain about, you know, other running backs, you know, the Todd Gurley's, the um, the Melvin Gordons and, and guys like that. You feel me? But when I look at it, like I've been telling y'all for, for weeks now, you pay a guy like C-Mac. C-Mac is not put, – put it like this. Todd Gurley had a great year when he got that contract. And you look at his college numbers and you look at his, his numbers before he got injured, and he had some really good numbers. But C-Mac is a different breed. You know, he's, he, he comes from a football family. I mean, the dude, dad, played wide receiver for the Broncos, won Super Bowls. He's kind of like the Steph Curry of the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, his dad wasn't the biggest star, but his dad played a long time for a good organization. He's seen his daddy work out. You know what I mean? He's been around the NFL locker room, been around great coaches, been around guys like Shannon Sharp. You know, guys like Ty Gurley, those guys been in the hood. You know what I mean? Those guys ain't been <laughs> around on, nothing like that. Come on, man. Don't do that. Hey, hey, hey look. I, I, ain't to, I ain't trying to take – I'm not trying to take it. I'm just saying, like, the dude, I feel like for his age, he's so knowledgeable – of the game of football, he knows how to take care of his body, and he takes it serious. Like, he's not a type of guy that's going to get paid and, oh, I'm going to go party all the whole offseason. I'm going I'm going to go out there and get drunk, and, you know, I'm going to go out there and, and start eating fat burgers and, you know, getting out of shape, and all of a sudden it's a month into a training camp, and he got to get back into shape. And, 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 and all of a sudden now he, he comes in a little bit overweight and, he starts out slow, and it's like, you know what I'm saying? No. But at the end of the day, Shad don't like the deal because, you know, Slim don't like the deal. A lot of people don't like the deal because they say, well, you can't pay a running back. You can't build around a running back. And like they were saying, and, and like I've been saying for the last couple weeks, man, dude is an elite running back, and he's a top-notch slot receiver. He's almost like an elite running back. And a slash Julian Edelman in, in in the slot, 
So y'all can say, well, you can't build around a running back. He's more than a running back. The dude is so new, so so unique. What about what about he, he kind of he he he's like a. What about David Johnson? Say what? What about David Johnson? He ain't no Christian McCaffrey. Sound, he, sounds very David Johnson. He, sounds, he was he was Christian David McCaffrey Johnson, before Christian McCaffrey. He's never. But he's a lot bigger. Though. He's a lot close. He, Look, yeah. man, like he, he's a lot bigger. Just saying. You said what now? I'm just saying it, it, it happened. Yeah, he he almost did it. So so basically. David Johnson. So basically, this Christian McCaffrey deal to y'all is just such a horrible deal that, you know, he, he will never live up to the contract. Is that what y'all are telling me? Well, I'm te- what I'm telling you, he will he will not duplicate. And I I put a I put some bread on this. He is not gonna duplicate the production that he had before he signed his contract. It's not happening. It's not. I you know. I probably would agree because this year circumstances was a little bit different. You know, this year he didn't have any help. He had no defense, and I agree. Looking at last year, I think they force fed the hell out of him. And the year you know before that too. Cam was Cam was you know, definitely and, dinking and dunking because of the shoulder. So they got him the ball a lot, and he's not going to duplicate the net. So my my thing is this: you paid him based off of this is my my gripe. You paid him based off of that deal. It was a reactionary deal that they gave him. You you done so much for us. We're gonna give you this contract, to only for you to never duplicate those numbers again. Again, I say it, I'll say it again and again and again and again. If this team is gonna be successful, Christian McCaffrey is not gonna be the guy in the offense. It's gonna be somebody else. You're gonna have another. You're gonna have a real receiver show up, and you're gonna have an, a a damn good quarterback. Running back ain't ain't the position that matters. That's my point. In the fact of Christian McCaffrey, he like 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 we've been saying, he is not just a running back. That's what you that, that's what that's what it seems like you're not I, understanding. No, I, I, know, I, like I, you I clearly can... understand it. I understand that. I understand, and I I clearly said it. I I hope Brady. Lines him up outside. I hope Brady lines him up in the slot, and I need him to play. In order for this contract to be justified, he needs to play wide receiver. He needs to line up at wide receiver more often to be more valuable. I, that's what I'm saying. I get it. Yes, he's going to play running back, but he needs to get touches at the wide receiver position. That's what I'm saying. I hear you. Okay. Okay. You. So you're telling me a successful seat. A uh, uh, successful season for uh, C Mac. Put it like this: say, say if he can give you twelve hundred yards rushing. I don't care about the six, rushing. Seven hundred yards. I don't care. Seven hundred yards receiving. Nah, no. Seven hundred no, no. yards receiving. If you reverse that, if you reverse that, we might we might be talking. If he give and me twelve hundred, like if he give me twelve hundred receiving, and he give me seven hundred rushing, then I I might be all right. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. Oh, I'm hanging up, man. This is crazy. This, this is a blasphemy. I'm this is a, this, this that, bull saliva. That's bull saliva. I'm telling you, man. That's bull saliva. I've, ne- I've never heard bull saliva ever in my life until today. I just made that up just now. But that, that's bull saliva. You know what I'm saying? Because 
he's a running back. Why, why, why would he need more receiving is, yards than, the than running, running? Because back? it's about value. The the value. I'm I'm give you the analytics here. The value is in the wide receiver position. We broke this down a couple weeks ago. The running back position, you start at a negative. You, when you get the ball, how far back are you behind the line of scrimmage? Like what, five? Okay, so like you, four, five, something so like that. So you start in a negative, B. You start in a negative. It's difficult to get positive yardage as a running back. Very difficult. Unless you are a lined up in, as a wide receiver or you get touches out of the backfield. Even when you get those touches out of the backfield, most of the time you're catching the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So you're starting at a negative. The value when you when you catch the ball, unless it's like a, a screen, which is very, uh, it's not as often as if you're catching the ball past the line of scrimmage. Receivers get the ball deep. Their their yardage is going to come in chunks. That's what's valuable. Pushing the ball, the the little handoffs, the two three yards. That's not valuable. That doesn't that doesn't we've been looking at that the past three years. And what's that gotten us? Put it me, like mean, this. Meanwhile, we will see. meanwhile, meanwhile, you got the Saints slanging that thing. They pushing the ball, they're getting everybody involved. You can't just feed C Mac in the offense. I'm telling you, if C Mac is the guy in our offense, it it's not gonna be a good look for our offense. We're not gonna be a good offense. Joe Brady's offense in LSU, how many cats touched the ball? Like everybody touched the ball. It was in, tight ends. It was wide receivers. Say that again. In Asia, in the Sean Payton's offense, yes, a lot of guys touch the ball. They do a lot of formations. They they, they bring in a lot of guys. They, they let a lot of guys touch the ball. But you know, I still can see Christian McCaffrey getting you know, eleven hundred yards, twelve hundred yards rushing, seven hundred yards receiving, and, and totaling maybe fifteen to sixteen touchdowns. You know, next year. Or the year next, if, if we have a year, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, like of, I said, you know. I don't, I don't, I, we'll, we'll have to see how he's used, man. Okay, but that, that's all I had to say. I, I digress. And I'm going to say one more thing before I hang up. This I, I believe this uh draft would be defensive heavy. I believe we, we would draft defensive guys in the first in the first four rounds, no offensive guys, unless a guy slips. It will be defensive heavy. Yeah. I'm going with Derrick Brown in the first. I'm going with James Lynch in the third, if he's there. And I'm I'm picking the cornerback in the third, in the fourth. But that's but uh. What you doing for the second? Yeah, you need to get the hit, second. That's what I said. That's what I said. The second. That's what I said. The second. Because James Lynch going in the third. Cornerback in the second is what you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I believe we need a safety too, but you know what I'm saying. But like I said, that's all I had to say. I'm gonna hang up, and I'm gonna, I'm I'm I'm, I'm 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 gonna be listening to uh, what y'all talking about. But this C Mac thing, man, I don't give a damn what the hell you talking about, Shad. That man deserved that money. And he, he, you know, I mean, he get, he got paid. It's gonna work out. It's gonna I'm, work out. I'm not gonna hate on the man for getting paid. But all right, I got, I got. Hey, one more. it's yeah, gonna got work out. I got one more call. Right. That came I'm, in. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. All right. Seven oh four. What's good? It's Jay Sim. How you doing? Jay Sim. What's good, broski? Um, not much. Uh, first off, thank you to y'all. Y'all did it. Put in a long night. It's ten thirty, so I'm gonna try and be quick. Um. 
shout out first off to T-Mac for getting his money. Um, I'm always in favor of guys getting paid, especially at the running back position, because so often you see a Le'Veon Bell situation. Um, guys getting tagged, getting tagged twice. They don't want to get paid them when they've clearly produced and outproduce a rookie contract. Uh, with that being said, I do think that this has the, a very a more li- more likely to be a bad deal than a good deal, and it's because of timing. Um, when you look at when you're evaluating your roster and you're evaluating your core players, you need their arcs to line up at the same time um, with the arc of your team as a whole and Christian's arc just simply isn't going to line up well um at best at best say we're awful next year we get a Trevor Lawrence uh Justin Fields right then we can go ahead to your philosophy shot which I believe in is you get a quarterback on a rookie deal you build an elite team around him mm-hmm. uh and in four to five years you will be a contender okay well next year that means that christian that's a wash of a year regardless wash and then in four years five years you're on the tail end of that contract and he's 29 30 and let's say and that's the best case scenario right like that's if you hit on your draft picks that's if you hit on the quarterback that's if you get hit on free agents you don't get, you know, injury injuries knock you, derail you. That's best case scenario. So if you're telling me the best case scenario is I'm giving this guy a long term extension and in that scenario his arc is he's gonna be on the tail end of his arc and tail end of his prime when we're com- gonna be competing again, come on man. Come on, that's bad business. Yeah. I would have traded the, him. The well, well before before we uh like I, I can't like, I, I hear what you're saying, but before that, I got to see how this contract is structured because there may be outs um, built in by then. Like we could be getting out of that out of that deal by that time. Uh, I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. But okay. Uh, go ahead. My fault. No. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. You're talking about the outs. Go yeah. ahead. Go so ahead I now. was thinking around 2023, around when he's around 27. I'm I I'm willing to bet after year four there's an out. Um. So it, it we could have another. And again, it's probably going to be dead money tied to that. So at the at the end of the day, your point still remains. I'm just putting out putting that out there. No, yeah. And my thing is to the out thing. I've, I've and I've heard you know a couple of people on Twitter and all that. Um, okay, so you get it out. So you're saying I mean, the best thing is that when he's 27, you release him, you get nothing for him. Yeah, this is yeah. and this is what you said earlier. It is this was a handout essentially to the fans. Luke's gone. Greg's gone. Cam's gone. We need to keep people happy. Should there be a season, we do need butts and seats. And here's your here's your reason to come and show up to the stadium. I really believe that. I'm not a believer in that. I really believe that. I say, and I, I told Noli this. Uh, I if it was up to me, I was a GM. I would have thrown Kyle Allen out there for another year. I would have Derek Card that man, and his career would have been over. But for Overall pick next year. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think we should have, we should not have signed Teddy. I get it. They're trying to be competitive, uh, but I, I would have just rolled it out and kept Kyle Allen out there, or let Kyle Allen go, get the draft pick, and just roll with PJ for that year, and just whatever happens, happens. 
but that because that twenty million would have looked good next year. We would have we would have been sitting real nice had had we traded. Oh my had, gosh. Had we let go of uh, K, had we traded K one, had we not signed Teddy, uh, or not extended Christian, like we would have been we would have been real nice. We'd have been sitting real nice next year. Cat space. Absolutely. And my last point before I, I go is, can you tell me the direction of this franchise? Uh, I, I can't. I, it's, a the, great, it's a great question. Run the ball. That's, run the ball. That's stop my biggest run. problem with the offseason. That's a great question. I mean, yeah, you, exactly, because you can't, you can't classify this as a rebuild because you got Teddy Bridgewater. It's not a full – It's a, par, it's it's not a partial a, rebuild. A, what did Herney say? Uh, uh, a uh, – I forgot what he said, but it's I, I can't tell you what direction. Trying to be competitive, uh, saving face—that's about as good as I got. It's not. We're not gonna. I mean, there's no clear direction. I I, I agree with your point. Retool. Retool. There you go. That's what he called it. This is a, a rudderless ship in the Atlantic with a slight wind. Slight we don't know wind. what way it's pointing though. That's true. I, I'm with you. That's that's ac- very accurate. Very accurate. I agree with you. That's all I got. Thank right. you for the call, though. All right, uh, best uh, to you, your family. Hope everybody is safe, especially David up in New England area. Um, wishing y'all nothing but health and happiness. I appreciate that, brother. Appreciate you it, you man. too, man. You too. You too. I'll tell you, it is rough in these. Yeah, the phone lines are off. Yeah, we, we are. We, I cut them off. Got a limit. So yeah, it's rough in these New England streets, man. And we only got like they had like this today. They had left. a they today they had a press conference. They had a press conference with all like with with a decent chunk of the northeast states together to talk about like trying to do everything together because they want to sync up and try to bring back school and everything at the same time so it doesn't impact because a lot of folks go from state to state. So they're trying to figure that out. But um, yeah, man, good show. Yeah, man. Good times, man. Shout out to all the new subscribers. I got, we got a, a nice little um, surge in subscribers here. I got to check what's going on. But, uh, but yeah, man, shout out, to, uh, shout out to all y'all for watching, man. It's been a good show. Again, I say it say it a thousand times, man. Be careful where y'all get your information from. Uh, it's a lot of bull BS out there. Um, dudes out there just selling, selling their souls for clicks. Be careful, bro. Be careful where you get your information. All right, John, I'm, I'm going to say this because I got we got a little bit of time. John, I'm going to say this right now. I know everybody wants to see Knife Wonder in a beat battle, but truth be told, Knife Wonder doesn't even want to see some of the folks within his crew in a beat battle, and he would tell you that. So I don't know if I want to see Knife. I want to see some of the guys within the Soul Council. I don't think I need to see Knife because Knife will probably get bodied. He's got folks on this crew that will body him pretty bad. Real talk. But I digress. We can have a whole discussion about that another time. But let me go ahead and close out this show. Exactly. Knots would absolutely wash knife. Crisis will too. All right. Thank you. Thank Thanks for listening to the Panther Nation podcast hosted by Rashad and David. You can follow us on Twitter at Panther Nation PC. You can follow me on Twitter at ChampD1012. You can follow us on Facebook at Panther Nation Podcast. You're, if you're watching this live, it is on the YouTube channel. So please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so you know if we do extra episodes. We go live Monday between 8.30 and 9 p.m. every week. 
but we educated those emergency episodes. We probably would have done one for this contract. We would have, we would have definitely done, done one, one for the contract. Sure. It didn't happen today, but you know, so you got the additional content today because you got about two about two hours. Um, so just uh, I think that's all. Oh yeah, we're on Spotify now. We're gonna be back on Apple Podcast soon. And uh, always remember, keep pounding. And I agree with you, John. That album is a classic. Keep on the people. We'll see y'all uh, next week, or if something else crazy happens, we'll be back on here for an emergency episode. Uh, appreciate y'all. See y'all later. Peace out.